This meeting is being recorded. Oh, yeah, that's a good DP. Hey, Grotto. This was uh, one of the biggest weeks yet. We just kicked off season 10, games one and two in the books. How are you guys feeling? Well, we're 500. <laughs> uh, yeah, biggest weeks yet. Probably a really good way to describe it. Um, getting to see what the daddies are that's coming, having two fucking new monsters dropped. I and mean, pretty, pretty exciting. It's a bit of a bombshell coming in. You know, I, I feel like we were dangerously close to figuring it out the other week when we were looking at edition sizes. I, I still didn't consider this being that. I thought at some point he said, we'll meet a new team at one of these LFGs. You know, he talks about trying not to slip up and stuff. Maybe we just always said it. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, it's the right call and it's an exciting call. It's one of those like, man, you think you were late. <laughs> Anyone here for this round is not late. There's a lot of getting up to speed that's about to happen really quick, in my opinion. So, yeah. big, big Yeah, up. and it's also worth noting that after season 10 here, we'll have 18 of each of the existing series, and then that would bring us to essentially a level set on each of the eight franchises thus far and again we still know there's 24 franchises so <laughs> to your point about not being late yeah you're definitely not late if you're here because we still have a lot of teams introduced we haven't even seen the 001 of so many so pretty exciting yeah when he was talking about um you know he announced that we're actually filling in the gaps of those other seasons i always thought that each season was going to be like a new team i figured we'd do some sort of team event adjacent thing to kind of fill that in like we did before but i didn't see this coming but i'm excited about it um we actually have threes joining us right now so we'll kind of get his thoughts on some of this stuff and you know we're excited to have him here um to wrap up game one and two so let's see if he's joining he's connected to audio he's unmuted he's there in dumbo hello 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 Hey, Therese, if you hear me like clicking on my mouse like a cam girl to herself, it's just me taking care of my robot pets. <laughs> Good enough. Um, can I send you mine, please? Yeah. There's tamagotchi? I, there's no way. It's what it is. It's fucking ape Tamagotchi, and there's no way I can do it. I just, if, if I do that, then we're, I'm just, how about this? I'll put fucking the rest of season 10 on hold. So I can... <laughs> For the next 18 weeks or whatever. <laughs> So before we jump in, there is some breaking international news that we need to address, which is the WHO is about to say that aspartame is a carcinogen. We got to get you off of the diet, Dr. Pepper. No, 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 no. This is, this is the same sort of thing as the SEC going after fucking Binance and Coinbase. I'm, it's so I can buy more Diet Dr. Pepper on the cheap. Next next week, BlackRock announces they're going to be <laughs> like introducing aspartame too. Exactly. BlackRock <laughs> is going to fucking buy the freestyle machines. This is literally like, like the who can do whatever the fuck. I thought that was like news from the 80s. Like it's, it's fine. I thought they always knew that aspartame was bad. Also, I've got a fucking bone to pick with Roger Daltrey about other things. Let's not even get started about fucking aspartame. Also, I, my whole uh, young life, I called it aspartame. 
That's, that's how I read it. Nice. I like that. The classy way. Mm, I'll have a Dr. Pepper with a spot of me. And like, just so like, oh. I, I love, I loved correcting people too. <laughs> uh, so nothing happened in the project this week, Threes. That's what we were yeah, I don't even know why you guys got me here. <laughs> Want to talk about the smoke in the air? Do you have yes. a smoke page? That's old news. At some point, you just are going to have to live in studio, tape up all the walls, and you're going to use like stickers. It's going to be like the fucking dad to be stickers, like sealing off all the vents in your place. Oh, little uh, aspartame and taurine. Taurine. Dude, getting the bull to get into this interview. Uh, so like, like I was telling them right before we started, uh, one of the main things I want to touch in on is the ETH, the double chain, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, we didn't know when you'd be able to join. I knew you had something before. Uh, I mean, we can real quick hit on the art, uh, hit on let's, let's, the let's, expectations. Let's get the, um, the big one out of the way. No. Okay. And I think, I think this is going to help more than anything. Okay. Uh, I see the, 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 the chit chatter. The uh, the clop clop clopping of very large feet uh, in every uh, channel, every every right, and that is you guys are are running around like mad, worrying about things that I think you missed some part of my announcements in the past. Okay, um, this year is based on on a playoff structure. Okay, the way we the championship is going to be decided in the playoffs. The championship is not going to be decided in the most complete sets. Okay, the playoffs, as announced, are entirely utility-based, okay, and we'll work through that. And so I think the notion that everybody is running around going, well, I can't move my stuff to ETH because I need to move it around on Tez. I need to be able to, to trade and all of that. That goes back to, to a little something that we're gonna call the, uh, the season nine troubles. We're, we're living in a world where Jim Pendleton, God, we, I thought that, that I painted Jim Pendleton so you guys could, could see that things get better for old Jim Pendleton. And instead, <laughs> he, is, he is much aligned, much maligned uh, Jim Pendleton, right? Like, the, the, Jim Pendleton is, is the story of season nine and where season nine went horribly askew, okay? Um, I've said this a bunch. Season nine was necessary because so many people in the grotto had no exposure to a professional sports team or a professional league or competition of any sort, right? Um, and it was, and so we had to sort of baby step it. And the baby steps got us the Jim Pendleton situation. And when I say that, those of you that aren't sure what I'm talking about, there are 93 Jim Pendletons out of 133 possible <laughs> complete sets, okay? If you go back in time, okay, it was it was, um, it was much harder to complete sets. Go look at, at, at your favorite, Luch, of course, Rafael de Lima, right? Not an easy feat, took a lot, it was a major, major feat to get there. And we've sort of lost sight of that in season nine a little bit because all of a sudden, Everybody got a Jim Pendleton, and that was never it was never meant to be that way. I, but also, it was fine. That's that was the outcome of, of season nine. 
was to, to play in, in that sort of, of a pool. Um, but that's not good in the long run. That really, look, it takes a lot of work to complete a chase, a full series set. It's a lot of work. And it used to be sort of the, the vaunted uh, territory of the, of the elite, hardworking, hard collecting, okay? And, and what we saw happen with everybody getting Jim Pendleton, um, people didn't give a fuck, and people who didn't do anything to get him, and they were just like, I guess I got this Jim Pendleton thing? Sure, I'll take 200 Tez. One just sold for 500, I don't care, I want 200 Tez. I gotta pay the dog groomer. Thanks, Threes, for paying my dog groomer. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's not the case anymore. We're, 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 and and we're, not, we're not rewarding teams simply based on how many chases they can complete. And so, in fact, the chases should be a very personal thing. And they are. And they're not going to factor in whatsoever into the way we're playing. You, the first six drops... Chase for seven. Individual. Doesn't help your team. The more chases you get, does nothing for your team. Okay? Next six drops, chase. Next six drops, chase. Great. Okay? Now we're 21 deep. Then we get to the playoffs. Okay? Let's talk playoffs. Because I, I, I think you'll understand that I couldn't – I had to be vague. Right? Now we, now we know why it was like I had to be so vague about some things. Okay, because if I told you guys monsters, okay, Luch would have dropped seven billion inserts to get everyone to begin with, and, maybe, and you all would have, and we would have, everybody would have burned four hundred ninety-eight thousand inserts, has, and we would have a number oh one oh edition of fucking twenty-two thousand. <laughs> Luch is dying, <laughs> and then we would have had an edition oh eleven of fucking four. <laughs> And you guys would be done. <laughs> so I couldn't tell you. I could. I had to. I had to like be a little vague and ambiguous about things. But there's ten teams. Okay. There, there's two halves to the season. Ideally, to make it simple on all of us, one team wins the first half, one team wins the second half. It's possible a team wins both halves. Okay. We'll get to that in a second. Let's pretend at first that it's split. Okay, then two teams get a buy going into to drop 22. Now, that means that they don't have to win to continue in the playoffs, but they can still participate. They can still get as many 22s as they want. They get the bonus of getting a free 22. So those two teams, everybody gets one 22 for free. That's the reward, okay, for doing that. Every All the other teams, the other eight teams, play head-to-head. Same thing. This is, and remember, playoffs are all utility based. So this isn't going to be, there's not going to be any burning now. There might be, but I'm saying there's not going to be bulk burn. There's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be the exact same drop structure. It's going to be utility based. I might ask you to burn your threesies, all of them. I don't know, whatever. <sighs> <laughs> but, but it's going to be, it's going to have utility to it. Okay. Two teams advance automatically to the next, to, to 23. Okay. Four teams of the other eight will advance to play. Again, for 23, everybody gets to participate and get their own stuff, okay? Because ideally, they'd like to continue collecting. But they're, the competition, they're out of the competition. If your team loses in the 22, 
you're not factored into the competition other than the fact that you're taking wheel slots. Okay, so you're not cut off from the drops in those last couple of exactly. You get the drop, okay? So now we have six teams left. This is the only time we're going to do a little shuffle here. 23 is not head-to-head. -head. 23 plays for seeding, okay? So the top four then move on to 24, which is one versus four, two versus three. Winners there play for the championship. Only the two teams playing in that championship, okay, only the winner can get the championship card. Right. That's the championship. That's the ring. Okay. That does not, that card does not factor into the full set. Okay. Right. Of the chase because the other, okay, there is, okay. One through 24 gets you 25 for everybody. Okay. You with me? Yeah. Okay. So. So, but, <clears throat> okay. So like, like you were touching on the idea of making sure everyone's got one of something and we've got enough, but there is still the concept of if you have more than a few spreading amongst your wallets to collect the one through six and the. No, no longer. Okay. No longer. You don't now go and find this is important, right? It's, 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 the, it's the start of, we needed to do that in the past for very specific reasons. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now for very specific reasons, we don't need to do that. So if you have six full sets in your wallet, you have, you get six. Fuck. Okay. So I should have just punted everything to ETH on the first one. If that's yeah. what I was doing. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it can yeah. be done later. It can be, be done later. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And so, so yeah, we no longer are going to worry about Huge. 15 wallets if you want to get 15 sets. Right. We're going to come down to one. Okay. Good. I, I mean, obviously that's going to clear up a lot of stuff for you. Um, you know, having the ability to track that and accommodate that going forward. And also, I just think from a certain level of security stuff and things like, you know, sure, there's going to be some people that need to keep them more uh frictionless for the season but some know their numbers that they want to move up and you know right. and that, that kind of gets into the and, and, and one of the things that really should be happening here if you think about what i just said right it should kind of change this idea of hey guys i have a 10 and need an 11 okay you all have 10s and we all need 11s right hey guys can we make sure we all get this? Why? Why are you going to dilute your hard work? At, yeah, at some level, I, I think there's a certain still a bit of like, if we're teammates and things like that, there are. You can you can give certain, you can give certain accommodations. But yeah, I mean, like the Pendleton, like you, the. <laughs> What's a good term for it? The Pendleton conundrum, Pendleton conundrum, yeah, or like, exactly. right? Like, there's there is a as much as I want to work with the people I'm a part of and things like that. I also don't yeah, want seen as like a. Let's re let's remember, okay? And this is important for everybody here. You play for a team, you get a salary, mm -hmm. okay? You're you're basically given bare minimum. Okay, based on how you've negotiated your contract and how you've been seen and what your wallet merited. Remember, you, if you got a higher salary, it's probably because you've got a bigger wallet and spent more in the project over time, ideally, right? But your guaranteed minimum 
during a season, 10 free hits. Like that's a that's that's what you get for playing for a team. Right. Okay. You don't that doesn't mean that the team now owes you the obligation of completing your set for you. Like, like, yeah, like you're you're you have a huge advantage over people who aren't in the project to begin with. And then you have the advantage of getting a hundred minimum of a hundred free three penny. Okay. Um, so look. I haven't made any bones about it lately, okay? But the Cardinale last year are, are a lot of the Pendleton conundrum, okay? How were you able to say it so easily and I could not spit it out? <laughs> <laughs> well, I let you fucking stumble through the ones that I would have stumbled through and I said, don't do it. <laughs> but, but, you know, we have people that aren't even in the project we're never really in the project, but just somehow magically we're a Cardinale for a couple of weeks uh, who have a fucking Jim Pendleton, which is bonkers, right? Yeah. Um, just because you're on a team doesn't mean you deserve to complete a fucking chase. Like, so like you said last year, it, the, it was part of the part of the scoring, so it made sense to incentivize that and right. remove that removes right the, exactly know. because let like, me think about it. Think about where we are now and spreads and and all of this, which was already major for us to wrap our head around the move there. We couldn't start out in season nine like that. Like it, we had to at least go. You're on a team, and this is how you play. Like, like you know, here you go, guys. Put on your t-shirt and go play t-ball. Okay. Now we're moving up and we're actually playing and, and understanding that. And a part of that is, yes, the good players advance. Yes, the apathetic players don't. Like if you don't give a fuck, you don't get to complete a goddamn chase. I mean, we got we have we have people on multiple teams who didn't do a season or a game one drop form. It's like wild, right? It's like wild. It's like you you did the form saying yes, I'm going to be in the league, <laughs> and then you didn't. Do the game one? What? What? So yeah, you don't get it. Fucking anybody, anybody that gives those people ten or elevens should be shot on sight. <laughs> there, I called it. He's called for blood. Finally, we knew it was going to happen. Rise up, my people. Kill them all. Catch? <laughs> are we supposed to buzz that you delete the part where I? called for actual violence against no I, th I think in brooklyn that's actually a legal de decree on, on card oh. collecting um so yeah it that i don't know if that's enough to clear up ether tez um actually i have some kind of questions and thoughts i mean i i have my own um theories on the chains and on provenance and things like that um, one of my, one of my biggest questions for you, and I wanted to hear your thoughts because from a personal level, you and I have talked multiple times about some process of burning the threesies and re-importing it on the other one-on-one -on -one contract, right? right? One of your original questions like two years ago or whenever, or a year and a half ago was a concern about Providence, right? Like we had a sale on that. We had a certain amount for it. There was... There was a certain level of that and where I really almost every card, it makes sense to me, but I want to hear your thought process, approaching it, concerns, thoughts, and that ability to kind of like 
let it go of the like DPOO one and I even that whole NFT series. Cause I think that's no small feat for you to accept and adopt this. It's, it's, it's a, it's a big moment and it's a big question, right? And um, I own a DPOO one and I now have to, to think about that. Right. For me, it's, in, it's important to look at it this way. Your, um, your three Z's, okay, series one, three Z's. I'm, I'm talking to Luch here. His, his uh, coders, uh, what, is, what number is it? Well, coders series one, uh, uh, three Z's, number 008, right? Okay. Series one, number 008, um, it's minted on a bullshit fucking contract. And so Luch and I have talked a lot about moving it over. This is finally what, what, I, what we're sort of waiting on is the master threesomes mentor, which is what we've got now. Right. Okay. It should absolutely move over because it's on a bullshit contract that we have no control over. Right. The Hickak new contract, I don't have any control over. Mm-hmm. We have to trust in the existence of the blockchain. And I have said that I would run nodes uh, if we got to that point and we can do whatever, right? And we, we would, okay? It would make sense to. Um, but the, the idea of being on our contract is important. And I think that, that that actually trumps the provenance on some levels. I think it becomes a personal choice, on, especially in the older stuff, especially in DPO1. It's great that you say that because that's like this really big moment, right? I think... I think it's one of those things where you're all going to wish you had two <laughs> because, because in all seriousness, there's a part of me, like, I don't know which way I'm going to go because I do love the fact that that's the original thing, but I hate the fact that I have, we're at their whim, yeah. we're at their mercy, right? Here's a question for you. Could you yeah. bring any of the provenance over as metadata on no. the ETH token? Well, I mean, the, 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 the provenance becomes the provenance. Well, the so, mint, yeah. mint on my new, on my, on my contract becomes its own provenance. I'm si- I signed that contract, right? That was one of my other questions that would be, uh, are you taking this time to add some traits like original mint date, team, number? Are you, are you doing anything like that or are they just coming in? And yeah, that's, that's the thing. I, did you guys notice? Did you guys look at the rookie card? Yeah, it has traits on it. Yeah. Okay. And I knew that was something that we were starting to do with the custom contract. I just didn't know if like during the import you were going to, because like to me that would protect original mint date, series, you know, some things like that that are both for like sorting and for like logging. and Exactly. Yeah. Okay. It becomes... Remember, I've been talking about this for months now and saying, think of it as an 8,000 piece collection. And when you do that, you know that you have very scarce traits. A DP001 is a pretty fucking scarce trait, right? It's a, it's a combination of scarce traits. Series two, okay. 001, dot pigeon, okay. Um, and so, yeah. I think I actually had not con- contemplated the original mint date. That actually, I, I, it's funny, I'm in the middle of a text conversation with Jolie. Um, it's not horrible. Grab a note horrible. card. I, a couple that I thought would be interesting would be 
Mint date team. Oh yeah, no, team's happening, obviously. Yeah. Edition number within that team. That way, if I clicked on 11s, it would bring in all the different team 11s. 100%. 100%. But yeah, mint date, I think would be really cool just as a logging um, thing. So I'm in general, I and I know you see all. Um, I've had a couple discussions, team channel and the Grotto channel, just open with my thoughts. And, you know, obviously it's mostly, or it's all pro. But yeah, that was the big one. And I wanted to hear you talk through it was... Yeah, look, to me, we've we've become collectors, right? This is a major move in the last year where everybody's realizing, I collect in ways that I didn't with NFTs ever before. Like, this is actually... (laughs) I would have a couple million dollars if I wasn't, whatever, you know. (laughs) Um, But there's, there's there's, there's something about... The original, I may, I don't know. I look forward, and I could see two sides of the coin, especially on DPO one more than anything. Okay, but I could see a reason that you go. Oh, I want, I want my original mint. If, if I minted DPO one, I'd really be leaning into keeping it on text. Like, I could see text keeping Godzilla with the thirty-three million dollar sale price for fucking ever. Like, I don't. I doubt he moves it. Maybe he does. That and the DPO one, I feel like, are the most like likely to stay non-migrated until it's like mandatory, right? Like, well, it will, I, yeah. I, the only way that every mandatory would be absolute Tez Armageddon, right? Which is nice that it gives us an out, right? Um, oh, but, awesome. but but there's theoretically, and this goes back to understanding the conceptual nature of the NFT begin with this is a real test of like what is an nft okay i could see people saying they want the original and that's fine but i i think your reasons for keeping stuff on tez should only be provenance like the only the only and that is you've got to be sort of hardcore if you're doing that the reason you're doing it is because you're either never going to sell it or and when i say never i mean passing that on generationally, perhaps, okay? Or you're gonna wait a long time to sell it, okay? It, you should, why on earth would you sell it on Tess ever again, kind of? Well, and a couple of the auxiliary things, um, you know, like that, that I touched on out there is, and this is, you know, I think gr- a group pride thing, is it sucked any one of those times where we had something major happen and it's like top selling contract today, Hicket Nunk? And it's like, no, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Please. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. How many times? Every like, day. Yeah. It's... Well, here's the funny thing the, the, even now, go click on object and go click on 30 days. There I am. Number one, number one artist on object in the last 30 days. And it's like 13,000. You know what that is? That's royalties. That's all that is. Okay. The only thing captured there is the fucking royalties. And you, everybody else, that's all primary. Our royalties have outsold every other fucking artist in space. Now go to all time, and I'm like sixth or seventh. Okay, it's all royalties except for the two fucking cubes. Take the two cubes out of that. Take twenty-four thousand or whatever 
Okay. Everything else is royalties. Yeah. And yet, look where we are. And they 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 were like, "Well, this is pretty top. He's a top ten seller." Like, the fuck, I am. It's also, it's also only on chain. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's only on chain. <laughs> it's only on chain, and and it's only on the fucking Tezos chain. I mean, yeah, I, I'm with you. It's it's a pain in the ass to have no recognition of that stuff. Okay, to be almost written out of the the history of of that, because because of the contract situation. By moving it all into this, okay, look. I moved today. In fact, the reason that it's smoky here in New York, and I think you might be getting a little bit of a kitsch, the Vic Vaughn fire sale apparently had not ended. <laughs> Vaughn reached out to me this week and said, oh, hey, I still have three of these Pepe X3s and three of the Del- uh, Del- Deluge and a uh, Bitcoin one. And I go, he's like, do anybody wants them? I go, I'll give you back what you paid for. Them. Okay, take it. Thanks. I needed them. Like I only had one, so I'll, I fucking take that shit. And and of course now I've got to deal with two weeks of fucking smoky skies because the fucking fire is real, man. <laughs> but I moved. This is this is the thing. I got him. He sent him the the threesomes wallet. Okay, and I moved them today. Three editions. Okay, for two dollars and forty cents, I moved them to the vault. Okay. Um, nobody in the grotto would take, I mean, they're listed at fucking $600 a piece or whatever, right? You guys aren't selling the fucking Pepe X3Zs for $33. Um, none of our bulk edition, all of our bulk inserts are staying on tents. Bulk inserts are staying on tents. When it, we're going to keep minting on Tez the fucking shit that you guys are buying 250,000 editions of and moving around a thousand at a time and whatever. Okay. That all stays, but this, you really aren't like sending a ton of fucking elephant men and Cardinali back and forth and over the fucking bridge and through the woods every day. And if you did, first of all, they're worth a hell of a lot more than a $2 fucking gas fee would touch you. Okay. And second of all, they should be worth a lot more now that they're off of the redheaded stepchild chain. Yeah. Maybe so, my ETH versus Tez take, and you guys can roast how bad this take is, but yep, happy to. So I know the future of the project has to be ETH because Tez is just seems to be floundering, right? I could see the long term this will be an ETH project with the Tezos for the bulk inserts, like you're saying. Um I'm hesitant to move during this season everything to ETH unless I had an option to just like bulk move everything at once. I feel like I don't want to be operating in two places with my um, my collection. Like it's fine for the inserts and stuff to remain on Tez, but like I'd like all my base cards at once moved over to ETH. And I don't know why. It's just like a head thing I can't get over. And the one thing I think of is some people are going to move and some people are not. And then what does that do with addition size counts and trying to figure out how many of each card there is? Like, are they burned away from Tez when you remint on ETH? Do you think, do you think, Kitch? Yeah, I think so. But like, do you think that I'm going to say there's 22.pigeon01 or 21 and now there's 19 extras over on ETH? No, no. 
but I do see a world where there's 10 and 12, you know? You have to burn, okay? And so you will connect your wallet. It will take you take it and it'll send it. You connect your wallet, you connect your Tez wallet, okay? And you will say, this is me doing it, it's Kitsch doing it, and we know your, your Kitsch and we know your Kitsch ETH profile, okay? You will take that and send it, it'll go to 333 burn. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to wait for that and I do the whole thing at once. No, but then you're not doing the whole thing at once. You're doing it individually. Okay. Because you have to go claim them. You're going to have to go claim one by one as you mint. You can claim six editions. You can do all of that. That's how this is going to work. Okay. You're, you're going to do that. You're going to send them. I'm going to get them. Okay. Once they're going to sit there for the time, amount of time for us to put your wallet on the allow list to go mint, basically claim. Okay. If you have, let's just say, what do, what do you have multiples of? You got um, Gino. I got three Genos. Three Genos. Okay. So you're going to do Gino. You're going to connect your Tez wallet. Okay. It's going to suck them out, throw them into 333 burn, where they will sit and you'll look at them. We'll know where they are. Same way we do everything with our burns. Okay. Until I and Joel, we go up oh, there. Kids just did this. We got the alert that says this was done. Okay. We then grant your CryptoKitch.eth wallet access to claim three genos. Once we grant you that access, we burn the three genos in the, the burn wallet. Then you, at your leisure, go connect your ETH wallet, click claim, okay? Gives you a gas transaction to mint the genos. You do that for each piece because each piece is its separate mint. You'll get as many additions as you own and you moved over. Okay. Yeah. Is there when you talk about the granting, is that done by the smart contract or are there times where you'll be needing to do man in the middle work? We're man in the middle work, and that's where, okay. We can do it automatically, but we want this first phase. Oh yeah. Okay. First phase. We want to know it's happening and be there to make sure it goes. Because what we're doing, okay, is very much taking care of protecting all of this work all the way along so we know what's happening, right? For sure. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I was just curious about the overall there time. There will come a time where Joe Schmo goes on to Tez, buys a Tez piece, okay, and then connects and fucking it and then he goes and claims it on ETH and it's all automated is is the because um, obviously and I'll just use OpenSea as the example there's different um, you know storefronts or whatever are we going to have the same classifications along Madness and Valentine's and base is that how they're going to import over into the same kind of silos well okay so okay as far as like the, the separate wallets you're saying? No, um, well, the separate separate list. Right now they're like, like separate. Like separate. Mutants, heavy metal, right? Like there's different uh, open sea entities for yeah. the different. Okay, I see, I see what you're saying. Yeah, collection. Yes, yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, they will, okay? So we'll have the threesomes base collection, right? And then we'll have threesomes additions, awesome. okay? Um, and uh, I, I said that, but I did, I meant to say inserts. There's a, they're so we clear 26 days ago, some motherfucker is copy minting 
a bunch of my Tez work and calling it Threesomes Editions. Hmm. It's a collection. Midnight Marauder found it, brought it to my attention. Okay. Um, they haven't listed any for sale. Uh, they also, a couple days later, did Wombat. Hmm. Certain this is somebody we know. Magically, Wombat gets copy-minted within days of me being copy-minted? Okay, sure. It's an interesting angle. <laughs> well, the fucking funny thing is, <laughs> they did it ahead of me doing this, which is fucking pain in the ass. <laughs> because they just took my teeth, like, they took Series 2, basically, over there. Mm-hmm. Oh, They're, this is on the ETH chain? I thought you meant just on object. Interesting. Oh, on the ETH chain. Okay, there are typos and shit. They like misspelled my name a couple times, um, but yeah, it's it, uh, so. I'm just saying, they don't I use the word editions? It popped out because that's what they call that collection, threesomes editions. Okay, but it, we would have threesomes, and we'd have like threesomes inserts. Now, so we're clear. Okay, we're only moving over or giving the option to move over limited edition inserts. You cannot take with you. Black and white Marlenos. Black and white. Judy. The dad to bees could be over there. Bees could be over there. Exactly. The threshold. I okay. could show off a Dick Sizzler on ETH. And... Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a, a, an addition size threshold. Mm-hmm. Once they burn below that size on Tez, then they become available to move over. First move, base. Yep. Don't even worry about your stuff. Don't even worry about madness. Don't even worry about those things. Okay. But they will display as separate, as separate collections, as they do now, right? Yeah. Quadsums will will make a move, okay, and they'll be under the Quadsums collection. From from a personal preference standpoint, not knowing this was going to happen, uh, just this is just a side request since we're here at the All Star break. If we had a chance to redo our ETH wallet designation, I want to set up. Like an ETH vault. And oh, it's, easy. Yeah. it's easy. It's just like changing. Honestly, I mean, you can do that anytime you want. As far as oh, I well, I mean, I knew we did the form for the season, so I didn't want to like add extra. I, it's appreciated. I mean, but but yeah, if anybody, if you ever need to change a wallet on your profile, you let us know and we can change the wallet on your profile. Because I want to, I want to definitely isolate, present, you know, and lock down. Because like right now I had it in a, in a safe, in a hardware, right? But a hardware with other things going on. Well, so here, let's talk about that. That's interesting you bring that up because this is something that's been weighing on me. Um, it seems like the big fashion right now is to have a threesomes wallet on Tez. And everybody puts it's their wallet, but they put a three in it. They move all of their stuff over there. All the horseshit is left behind, and it's just threes. The other day, um, oh, Mark. Mark said that the reason he was here is because he saw my work in Kristoff's wallet. And then I blame Kristoff for Mark being here. Um, FOMO boy, Crouton, Looch, you all came to this project because you saw my work in someone else's wallet. So many people did because that was like the way early hit end days. It's how you found anything. You'd say, oh, I, I bought this thing. Who else bought it? Oh, okay. Click on that guy and then go look in their wallet and be like, oh, that's cool. I'll click on that. You motherfuckers, by by, by siloing this work, Eli Trader is like, a, uh, I, and I haven't had it out with him. And I'm not like beefing him right now. But 
This is a major art collector in the world. You guys don't know this about him, okay? He's a major collector. And he loves the project and he's all in. It's great. Very exciting to have Eli Trader with us. Eli Trader is followed. He's like one of those wallets that's a major wallet on ETH, a major wallet on Tez for like collections. And this motherfucker now is going, he's like keeping me a dirty little secret from everybody, right? I say that with love, but there's a lot of that going on. Now, by you guys siloing me, how does anybody come across my work? You know, think I do this all the time, Luch. If I go look, if somebody is, is flirting around, what do I do? I go look at their ETH wallet and I go, oh, okay, they've got apes, they've got, they've got uh, X copy, they've got whatever, okay? If they're a collector, we've got, we've got some guys that aren't really like around AB, okay? Jeff32, Jeff32, who refuses to collect on Tez, refuses, won't even set up a fucking Tez wallet for me to give him things, <laughs> right? And Crouton knows this, that motherfucker, well, he's got an amazing ETH collection. He has a vault which has thousands of ETH worth, worth of stuff, wouldn't you say? Yeah, easily. Guess, guess what he's got right there alongside 100 ETH fucking Fidenzas or whatever? Threesies. You go into his vault wallet, which is the blue chips that he has. You go to ABB's blue chips wallet. What's he got in there? Threesies. And I really think that's important. I think I, I get I get it, and, and 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 so and to this point, okay, we're getting very very close to going to all3s.com and being able to click and see your whole collection together, sort them, shuffle them, move them around, do whatever, okay. But if you, as long as you're protecting your stuff and you're keeping apes there, anybody in the project who has apes. I fuck you. Know, we better see threesies next to those apes, because that that really does progress things. And I, I think the ETH permission side, ETH is just such a bigger possible thing. If you're so so, from my standpoint, it's about protection, and it's and honestly, this is the biggest compliment I could give to your work mm -hmm. I is I don't it. want something fucking draining it. Right? Like my, right. I'm not talking about siloing it or dirty little secret or anything. I'm talking about isolating. I'm talking about I do things with other stuff that I would never want to expose it to. Right, right, and right, that's, right. That's my concern, especially when we talk about a beautiful new website. Like, what if something gets stood up in between and I don't catch, you right. know, fucking money, monkey drainer .exe or whatever, whatever it is. Like, you talk about reasons why you would never hear from me again. If I lost my wallet, I wouldn't talk to any of you fuckers again because I would just be like, I can't face this. You know, like floating I, I you're floating face down in a lake somewhere. Yeah, right. So like that's that's my concern. That's my approach to it. And now, you know, if Jolby sets up some delegation, and that's not even delegation, because like really I do have the one of my like I don't even keep my Yuga shit in the same wallet, right? Like I I have that split among. Yeah, four, I know, I know. It's just right? you don't know. Taking taking stock of what Luch has is very fucking difficult. <laughs> and and that's 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 by what if I did fuck up? Yeah, yeah. At least I'm losing twenty five percent versus, and I want these to be presented that way, 
And yeah, maybe I can put it in a in a wallet with a couple things that are always delegated, so there's never any other friction. But there's still that concern. So that's my approach. That's a good, that's a good that's a good response, and I do hear that, and I appreciate that. Um, and I that that means a lot that you that stood up to that and said that because it is a it is a, a, an important thing. Um, I worry that we've. We are, and I'm all about in, being insular, but I, I do worry that 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 some of this is keeping us from being exposed to anybody new. Hypo so we gotta, we gotta we gotta collectively figure out how we do that. Hypothetically, I may run a super cold part of it and have like one set of things in one of my other ones, right? Like I uh -huh. could see that going on. Yeah, like, that's kind of I was hot. My hot be cold and my cold be fucking nitrous or nitro. Right, right, right. Whatever the fuck's cold. Um, yeah. Liquid nitrogen, that's the one. Um, so I, I could see it like that. But that that's the that's the counterpoint I would throw to that in. But I, I agree with you, right? Like there's stuff you would see in other people's wallets and say, yeah, that is something for me. But for me, I actually have never spent more on another project than this. And and anything I can do to protect that, yeah, is my first interest, right? Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you, and thank you, Yuga Labs, for that. I appreciate all of Yuga Labs' investment in my project. Right. <laughs> um. So so that's that's part of how I I've got to approach that. I I could see doing like one of each in my main ape wallet. That way, if there's the one that people are looking at, but even even my one linked to Twitter isn't my main one anymore. Like I just the the security the opsec of that is I, you know. I, hear you. I wonder if you know I do I I I do love seeing you know like in your bio on Twitter you know that you're you know ape holder and the and and you know Grotto and Threes is like mentioned in there and I I see that often and I and that's that's very cool right I wonder if um you know what you know it might be a, a good little fix being able to link people. And I, I'm thinking through this right now, but as we build out our, our, our like collection destination, where you can link, you can just throw your profile link up that has nothing to do with your wallet, in the sense, right? And it's not even like an open sea. Yeah, see my see my threes collection stuff. I love yeah. that. There was something Crouton. We were talking opsec last week on here, and Crouton talked about keeping his head lower to be safer. Right? If you're not a target, if your head is low. Right. And there's a certain level of that that's that this ties into with the which which OpenSea account do I link to my Twitter? And it's not my best one. Right. You know, right. I don't the breadcrumbs are there, sure. Yeah, but yeah. Which it takes. I mean, I, I having done it, you know, yeah, you gotta follow breadcrumbs to find find like all my stuff, right? And and I'm with that. Um yeah, no, it's a, thank you for say, saying that. Because it's one of those things I sort of because I, I I have been in this mindset a little bit of like, and I get it. And I I've known I I I like the fact that you're like, I don't want any of this other trash to fucking taint this cool collection that I love, right? I want it, I want to step into my you know, I talk about duality, and then we have people going, I'm Eli Trader and I'm Eli Trader with a three. Right? <laughs> yes, cool. I love it, and I do love that. But then I'm also like Come on, Eli. Try to tell everybody else that you fucking moved into this project. Now I know that some of bitches. What he's doing is he's he's waiting until he's taken an even bigger position before he tells anybody. <laughs> Good on him. Like yes, 
but they are coming. Eli Trader's friends are coming and they're going to take your children and eat them. <laughs> and, but yeah, so like I fully on point with what you're saying about the, the shared there. Um, I, I get that. I, and I'm on point with what you're saying. Too. Yeah. yeah. I was just laser focused on the, I'm really excited because it's easier for me to manage vaults right. on ETH setup. The ledger connection with Tez stuff means I have to connect to different browsers and have iteration numbers and stuff like that. It's balls. Yeah. Uh, but so anyway, like all this to circle around and say like how important this is for the longevity. Um, and I'm really excited. Um, yeah, it's, just, it's funny. I had a little insight here. I have been planning this since August the 21. Okay, Ashley Wicker and I had a, a long talk about it then. He talk was about the WHO. <laughs> no, <laughs> but but we, we we had a long talk, and he was at he wanted he wanted me off of Tesla, he wanted me on ETH, and he didn't. As most people in August twenty one, think about that. I'm like twelve weeks in. Okay, and yes, we were like fucking pumping, and it was great, and it was you know. But for people to really trust that 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 it was for me to go, no, it's not the time, and we'll get there, and we're going to do these things, right? But I couldn't have done this two months ago, even six months ago, because we still had. Look, the end result of this is going to be a lot more exposure and a lot more interest and more interest and exposure should mean more collectors. More collectors should mean they've got to buy this stuff. You guys don't necessarily want to sell it, which means it's going to cost them to buy this stuff. We've, we've been working very distinctly in the last eight to 10 months at getting people out who were going to keep selling them things for five fucking dollars because they only paid two cents. Okay. We're not quite done with all of that. There's still a little touch of it. Okay. But, but why would we do that? Why would we make the migration and then have people fucking popping 0.00005 offers? Yeah. Uh, I just want to get something on record. I just thought about it and I don't know anywhere to put it. Uh, and since the people here, it makes sense. Uh, I think it'd be really cool if the 33s chipped in on a node and we just had a, a node running for ETH. Because uh, I think it's 32 ETH to run one of those. So just saying. To run an ETH node? Yeah. And then we have like a little supply bleeding out through the year. <laughs> just tossing that out there. Just uh, something, to, something to discuss later. Um, maybe not. Whatever. Well, uh, no. I mean, it's an interesting thing. And I, I, you know, as it's being tossed out with me in the room, you know, I think we could maybe even um, make that a thing where, uh, I don't know, a certain... A certain piece came to life, and the way you bought it was funding the note. Oh shit! Awesome. Um, so what, let's, 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 you got another thirty minutes to hang with us. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Might, so let's, let's, let's no. talk about the, the season, right? Yeah. So that was some great future talk. Look at the playoffs. Look at ETH versus Tez coming down the line. There, um, we well, can recap okay. what happened yesterday, or we can start by we had two great questions from thirty threes. Um, on the question list, I 
Kind of want to roll into that, and we can finish off with summarizing what happened in game one and game two. Yeah, I haven't seen them, so let's let's hit a little. I just real quick, I will, I, I know I'm monopolized a lot of Crouton. I don't know if you had any other thoughts on the ETH move, like or just okay. I I know sometimes like you're you're in there and I'm talking. I just want to make sure that else that got lost there. It's fucking awesome. I'm glad you came on today. Uh, I'm glad Crouton came on too. It's uh... <laughs> I made three. Oh, <laughs> and Crouton. And I'm offended. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Crouton have something else to talk about that was the biggest thing of the week, but you know, we'll get that in. So first question up, it's from Steve. So can you explain in more details how the number of additions for each base card is established by um, the baseline, as well as the number of wheel spins for holder utility bulk inserts? I, don't, I think you can get into maybe percentages, not hard numbers on that, but the baseline is like a, a cool thing that it was kind of in play in previous seasons, but more under the radar, right? When it came to addition sizes. Yeah, it's very, it's very similar. It's always sort of been the thing. Um, the way it doesn't work is I don't tell you what it is, and then you do the exact thing. It's about right. you a, a, a structure in place. I'll, I'll explain it this way in that it's not arbitrary. It's not, I don't just guess at it. It's based around what exists in the world where we are, where we're going, where I think you should be, where I talk about you being. Okay? And it's dictated by the bulk insert burn, right? For the most part. The bulk insert burn determines baseline. The, okay. Um, now, holder utility, holder slots is something different. And holder slots have always been moving in the direction we're moving them. If we go back to series three, there were two holder slots. Okay. We're now at 32 holder slots. Now, 32 holder slots against the baseline. Because, because we are set at 32, it will not go below that. Okay. Because that's been earned by just the progression of the project. If you go back, you can actually count the way it was 16 last season and the season before that and the season before that. Okay, it will be 32 for four seasons. Okay, then it will be 64 for five seasons. Okay, well, exponential growth there. I don't see the pattern here. <laughs> so, <laughs> seems pretty arbitrary to me. <laughs> I just come up with this stuff. Like, I was like, hey, you know what I should think I should do today? Um, so that's there, but what the, the, the wrinkle this year to that is that if baseline for bulk burn is overdriven, you can actually tack on to holder as well. So if it were overdriven, we would have additional holder slots. Everything we drop would be additional, including the holders, right? And so if we're under the only element of it, there are absolute minimums like one spin for three Z's, one spin for three, right? You can't drop to zero. We're not going to do that, okay? You're, there's going to be a minimum, okay? But that minimum is not the baseline, right? Like we actually didn't get to the baseline for anything because we were substantially underneath. It was 15 and 20% underneath your baseline, but okay. 
Now that baseline burn was specific to this week. It was based on what's out there, what's projected, how many you go. Okay. By not being there, it brought the number down for everything. Had it been achieved, we would have been set at sort of what was established to expected to come out. If we had over overdriven it, it would have gone above. Tex Tex burned 33. I don't know how we missed it. How I don't know. Even, <laughs> 33 burns is is let's look at it this way. We got Tex burning 33 of his 5,500. Anybody want to think about that for a second? We can go one better, and I'm going to call him out specifically because <clears throat> I'm going to call it. It's not me picking on the monsters, but we got Tex, owner, 33, big baller. Also, Tex is a fucking gazillionaire living uh, the jet set lifestyle. Okay. It makes sense that he might absentmindedly only burn 33 because if it comes down to it and he's like, I want that thing, he'll just be like, put it on my tab with the Lamborghinis I bought to give to some street hoas last night. Okay. Whatever. He's a, he's a man of means. But Jamin Noodle is the opposite end of this. Jamin Noodle's a kid. He's, he's hardworking. He's traveling. He's selling stuff to do things. He's, he, he doesn't have the means to just go buy every base card that he wants to fill his collection. He's got to earn them and get them through utility and do all of this. And so he's built this wallet and he's bought inserts and he's traded things to get more inserts so that he can participate in such things. And he ends up coming into the season with 3,200. Starts the season, he's got 3,200 inserts in his wallet. It's a lot. He burns 20 for game one. One 160th. <laughs> one, one, I think maybe the disconnect is he thought we were playing 162 game season. In which case, which case <laughs> okay. Um, Genius 2.5 burns three of his five total inserts that he owns. That's a baseline plus. That's moving closer. And he hit. But but so to answer Steve's question, okay, it's based on the baseline is based on what everybody's actually capable of burning. Okay. Considering it's a long season, it's a long project. There are things beyond. I expect everybody to burn every fucking insert they have today. No. If you're going to do that, you, you better be thinking through that very succinctly and have a very distinct idea of what you're trying to accomplish. Okay? But I do expect people, why did you buy them in the first place? You bought them to burn them and to use them by burning in another mechanic. For the most part, you bought them for, for the season. They, every, all you guys fucking went on and on and on for months about, oh, we, need the, we want the season, we love the season, we need the season, we bought these for the season, the season, season, season. Season comes and you're like, yeah, I'll, I'll burn two. <laughs> what are you doing? Right? And so the baseline is projection for everyone on what you should burn. Keeping in mind, I, I know what you should have left over. I know what's to come. I know what you should plan for. I know these things. So that's what it's based on. And to be explicitly clear, because I don't think we actually mentioned this, but if you're wondering where those extra cards are coming from when we surpass the baselines, because the addition size grows. It's not 
set at a certain number. The addition size is also based on whether we meet baseline, exceed baseline by 10%. Well, that's, that's, 20%. The whole, that's the whole thing. That's what we just said. Yeah. Well, you yeah. said that. You are your you are in total control of the, the number of, of mints. Total control. Okay. Except for the 32 holders and the bare minimum, which are also holders wheels, right? Let's be honest. Quadsums and, and threesies and 33s, and those are all holders wheels as well, right? Everything else you're in control of. You're gonna determine how many fucking orange slots happen. Okay. You're determining that. You're determining, okay, for me to sit here and tell you how it happens, no, no, no. That's no. Cool new wrinkle, though. If we exceed baseline for quads, that's when we start doing the aura multipliers on those. Yeah. Yeah, you got that. You've got the, you've got the trait aspect of when you start exceeding baseline, your threesies traits start kicking in. Okay. Which means more chances at getting them. Look, there's a lot. I, I I saw a lot of people going, oh, it's going to be tough to get these this year. Yeah, it is. But it's not if you, like, you all have them. It's, baseline means you can do it. Baseline means you can do it and have a lot left over. And so you've got enough to exceed baseline. You could exceed baseline every day of the season. Because the baseline will now change. It's going to change based on how many we just burned. By the how way, many? you got final tallies on that? It was about 20. We announced it. I mean, we announced it during it, right? 10,700 is off the top of my head. It's 10,712 10, and 10,945, I believe. Amazing. Sounds to me like, Could be better. like 21, 6. 21, yeah, 21,657. Right? Pretty good. Pretty good and for those, day one. And those substantially below baseline. Wait, Way below. Right. Okay. Right. Way below. And and just see, so if you those playing along at home, busting out their calculators and going, all right, so we were 15, 20. Oh, first of all, those are rounded. Enjoy that. Um, but you're gonna go, okay, well, let's figure that out. And then you come up with your number. That was for week one. Are you are do you are you be Bernie, maybe? Be Bernie's a mathematician. And by mathematician, it means that he's he teaches street urchins how to fucking count their chiclets. But okay. But he can maybe figure it out. Some of you, because he shouldn't, you, you should be able to reverse engineer it if you're really, 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 really want well, to put And that comes into the stop trying to get so cute with the fucking play. Like, oh, yeah. I even, I like, I even in the team channel, like, people start to say, like, yeah, and I know you said you saw this everywhere else, but it's the, uh, should we burn a little less this week? Cause everybody's gonna burn more. How does that logic ever fucking work out? Someone's going to have more hits at the wheel than you, so you want to do less? <laughs> like, and that's going to help you? Exactly. And, what what logic will that ever make sense? Like, I know I slow played mine a little, but I still didn't think like, well, it's week one, maybe I'll put out 400, hey, you know, like. Listen up, listen up. You slow played against against what you had, okay? Which is a part, it's, it, 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 you have a huge advantage because you got so many. Your team has a lot. Right. Spread. I mean, we'll talk, let's talk a little bit about the spread after this, too, right? I'm very proud of that fucking spread this week. What's funny is that's our second question from Ratro. What are Perfect. your feelings on the spreads? Are they fair and accurate? So, oh, good. Good, good segue. Good, good, good. good. So, um, but like, real quick, let's get, get back to this. 
Luch still was the second highest burner. What would have been absolutely the highest burner had Ace-22 Blue not taken a fucking shot. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are wallet watchers, you can know he burned all of his inserts. <laughs> awesome. Had 2,280, split it down the middle, did 1,140 for each fucking day. <laughs> Crushed number one because the wheel was a fucking floozy for him. And fucking on number two, horrible. You got two. We got Blue Orgy complaining that, that you only hit three out of a 777, right? Try hitting two out of 1140, right? Try being Crouton hitting one holder when he had the third most holder slots in the fucking. Did, I don't even know if I hit holder. Like, holder was brutal. I think like, you hit one holder too. Yeah. Between the two of them. And... Yeah. I mean, well, that's the way it goes. The wheel is a cruel mistress. Mediocre piss. Mediocre piss had two blouse which gave them eight entries on a wheel with 370. And they hit five. <laughs> Fucking that's a career, man. Right? That's, that's, that's a, that, they'll never forget that fucking day. Season 11, are we going, uh, what's the, what's the randomization on E thing? Um, uh, there was like a something certified, like it would run stuff through. It'd be like, we'd go from like two hour drop one days to like five minutes later, like, here's your odds. Thanks guys. Like, what is it? Yeah, no, I, I, there's, I think we're going to settle in for this one for a while. I think this is going to, I think, I think this is, you actually are overthinking it somewhat right now. I think we're, you said it like, don't get cute. Right. Like you actually did this exact thing on drop 10 and 11 last season. Like that's like, that was your fine. You finally got there where technically you burned more than the 133 allowed in a sense. You finally hit that crescendo, right? right? That was where we knew we could get you here. But it's just, it just, you create what you burn and you have enough to get enough. If you want to get cutesy, you're not going to get enough, and it's going to hurt. And the the people who didn't get cutesy are going to fucking rake you through the Colts. And you're and you're missing out on legacy cards at this point. Like, yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. I couldn't tell you that. Right, right. But I'm just saying, like, like but yeah, think going about forward, like really, like, this is said, like how many inserts would you burn to get a couple monsters right now? Right. Also, let, let me just say this, and, and then I will you guys answer that question about because it's not if I thought it was fair, I think it's very fair. But um, let's let's think about how much your inserts cost, okay? And then think about how many you got in return. And yes, some of you burned a hundred inserts and maybe missed, okay? Maybe you did. Um, your inserts probably, probably cost you at most about 33, you know, a third of a test based on the way you got them and the way that you got extras from Valentine's and you doubled into this and you got those and you got the whole thing. Okay. The grotto cost on all of those inserts is less than 0.333. So like chances, dime. Are, chances are, look. Some people are down at 0.1, 0.2, 0.3, 0.4, 0.5, 0.6, 0.7, 0.8, 0.9, 0.10, 0.11, 0.12, 0.13, 0.14, 0.15, 0.16, 0.17, 0.18, 0.19
0.24 around there. Everybody's is different based on the utilities you use to get them. But let's be honest, if you burned 100 at 0.333, which is higher than the grotto average, that's 33 tests. That's 25 fucking dollars, okay? And maybe you didn't hit this time. But the next time, you're probably going to hit two. You're probably going to hit four one day. You're probably going to hit, you know, it comes and goes. That's the way it works. Fucking genius 2.5 hit with burning three, which is wild. It's like, it's bonkers, right? Luch was right there. You're at six, okay, against the amount burned. You were at seven, like was, was, would, have, would have put you at like the percentage chance that you had. H22 Blue was at, at 10, he was at nine, right? So like he, he, he took your one slot, if you look at it that way. You can kind of go through it and piece in and you can do the math and go, okay, there were 10,712 burned, I burned 120. That is this percentage chance of that happening. There were 71 of them, there you go, okay? There should have been more than 71. Baseline was more than 71, right? Um, it's one of those weird things where if we look at this, okay, against ba the baseline miss, okay, we're looking at, I think it's 37 shy, okay? 37 additions were left on the table. Across many different wheels, no less, too. Right. You know, that would have that would have gone to quads and threesies and thirty-threes and guilt yeah. and valentines rookies. all across the board. Yeah. Yep, yeah, rookies, all of it. Yeah. yeah. And so if, if when you realize that, right, you can start to understand that you you got really cutesy, you overthought it. And it's, I just leave it at this. Why did you buy them in the first place? Like, why Why do you buy the bunch of bunkers? Are you going to sell them? Okay. I was going to, but my main buyer, Vic Bond, left. <laughs> Bank of Gelt, one customer. Also, I noticed that Don't Burn It, Sell It to Me finally got an item a couple of weeks ago. I did and he sold it. Yeah. He, got it for, he got it from fucking Fangers for fucking point one, and then he sold it for 12. Yeah, I... I'm, I, I, it finally worked. So, I just, I noticed that the other day and I about fell off my chair. All it takes is a tantrum and a dream. And you, can, <laughs> you too can turn. My cat but Fanger showed us, right? I mean, like. Well, we learned our lesson. Right. I mean, uh, I don't I know if we'll ever recover from it. Yeah. I, um, I want to hear your guys' response. And, and of course, it sucks that we don't have a third team here. Okay, I think you're an NFT kitchen, but <laughs> hey, I'll say this. I will say this about those NFTs. You're on the short list of people that did their form, Kitch. So congratulations to you. Not all the NFTs showed up to do their form. I I I, I am looking forward to getting those metrics from you. Yes, uh, I know. I was I assume. Yeah. Um, okay. What do you guys think? How did the spreads, what do you think? Go ahead, Crouton. I, I love the spread concept. I think it really adds a tremendous amount to the way that we were doing things previously. I think it's a massive improvement and an iteration on advancing that to a new, new level. I think it's fantastic as it relates to the spreads themselves. Yeah, and when I thought they were very fair. I thought they were done well, but that makes sense because they weren't plucked from thin air. 
it was extremely quantitative process. So I absolutely thought they were fair. And as you look at the results and the scores against the spread, as you think about what teams burned individually, those spreads were pretty bang on. If you did what you were supposed to, the wheel more or less dictated uh, what it would, what you what one would have expected. And if you didn't, well, you know, unless you ran hot, you were kind of always playing from behind. Speaking speaking to that real quick, it, it, what I saw is if you if you didn't burn against your what what was expected of you, what was what was possible. Let's put it that way, right? What was possible, okay. Um, you better hope that your other that the team you face did even less, and that's where you need some really good fortune, right? Like some mediocre piss sort of type, you know, like performing ex, ex, you know standard deviations above your expectations, right, which, which is where the 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 spray can go so far. Um, right. Anomalies will always happen with the wheel. Absolutely, but I think that's what makes it so fun, though. That's like. It, 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 previously so you know if we had been playing under the same construct as last year where monsters were playing x's you know on a straight up on a money line basis that game wouldn't have been close but that's where the spread comes in and makes it anyone's game and the the drama that you know mediocre piss can hit five and that essentially is what sunk us in game one he hit five on the holder wheel and that pretty much spelled doom for us um yeah, you you weren't coming back from that. And you, right. It's remarkable that it comes down to to you know right there the the cardinali and the participants. Yeah, I think it's really telling. The spread the spread was like spot on on both. It was half, a one, half, one, half one a base card. One hit away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One hit deter- would have determined three games. It's remarkable. Yeah, I, I think mean, that's fantastic. Spreads yeah, are I, spot I, on. Yeah. I mean, so when as the team with the biggest spread and the biggest miss, do you feel that the spread was unfair to you? Here's here's what I'll say. Like, obviously, before season starts, like I'm gonna try to poke poke at things where I can. Right? It's for us going into what would be I I don't know. Maybe the participants would have been slightly more, but facing something to where every hit was basically worth five. And us also not meeting expectations, obviously it hurts, right? Um, I think it was one of those things where just holder draw beat us up so much. There was already like a pit to climb out that it just didn't happen. I don't think it's going to be like that against normal team. Yeah, or like some of the other teams that we're squaring up with. And hopefully it serves as like a bit of a wake-up call. Um, I think one of the things for us is we were always just behind the eight ball last season and rolling in and like coming in behind the eight ball right to start. I'm hoping it doesn't serve as like a, like, I don't want them to feel like, Oh no, what can we do? It's like, fuck you raise up. Right. Like that's, that's what I want to see out of it. Yeah. So I think in general, it works. I still at some level would have advocated for some kind of cap, but that's not a spread. Right. Cause, cause I still think there's a, like I I don't know the numbers and I don't want you to tell me the numbers, right? Right. Um, it's a I the the I think it works, right? Um well, just, I think- it's preparation needed to meet participation, I think was our problem. And hopefully that shows them that. 
like we 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 prepared but we didn't execute on that preparation and then also the wheel stump and that's not going to happen every time it's just we started out with a very dramatic number and i think we coming weeks you know like this week in between is going to be like oh man what's it going to do it's like just fucking deliver we'll be okay right like oh you the thing is this in this case, I'll speak to specific numbers of that matchup. The monsters have 10 times the inserts that the X's have. 10X at their disposal, right? 10X, if you think about that for a second. Um, the monsters sort of severely under-delivered against that. They did not come in the way it was actually spent you were outspent considerably percentage wise of what they had, had right? Which we should reflect in the, in the spread. The other thing I will speak to is I'm aware that there's nothing you can do one way or the other with holders. You either opt in or you don't. The only thing you can do to fuck yourself is not opt in, right? So if somebody doesn't do a form and they're a holder, they're really costing their team, okay? But there's nothing you can do about it. There's no strategy there except show up. As such, in the spread, okay, it is weighted accordingly. Mm -hmm. Okay? Truly, the game is won and lost by how you're using your burner utility. Sure. And like you said, we were 10x the inserts and we were like 4 or 5x on the spread, right? Like right. so. The magic is somewhere in there to make that work right and then you ended up being you ended up being about 6x against the spread right percentage wise it was like 20 or, or uh, 7x because you're like 29 versus four percent yeah. probability that one was <laughs> yeah 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 and that's you know they overburned and did well. If you go, go yeah. look at how they did on, on, on burner utility, they they burned well. Um, your burns were actually pretty much right in line with what you spent. It just wasn't enough. You should have spent more, right? Also, this is one where, this is very funny to me, missing baseline, those 30, if you think about it, the 37 hits that were taken away hurt you guys more than anybody. Mm -hmm. Because prob of, with probability, you should have gotten more of those 37. You would have made up for the anomaly of, of them having a hot little run there, right? The additional slots, the additional spins should have leaned towards the heavyweight. And, and I know we discuss about the importance of base cards in general but i i feel like the content of what we just realized the season is hopefully wakes it up even a little more. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, um, I, I, i'm i'm not throwing everything out with week one or something like that like i it i i think it did what it was supposed to do right it's a long season right it's a long season you can go 16 and 2 so I got some hard numbers. Bill here. name says probably not, but we could do we could do great. Um, so no, I I think I think it I think it looks good for the season, and I I think it played out a little how I thought it would week one. 
you know, and and I hope that's what we needed the rest of the way, right. just from a team perspective, right? Right, 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 right. So, I, yeah, I, I, I'd imagine you probably like just once it played out, I'm like, okay, I get it, like, right, like that was kind of the whole thing. Like, I, I see it. I got a question for, and then I'll let you give the hard stats there, Kitch. I got a question for Crouton and Kitch. How nasty does it feel to know you missed by a half, by by one hit, and know that you had missed forms? Certainly less than ideal. I think they were a catch-up packet away from winning. <laughs> how how about this? Oh my God! You traded away your two hits. I hadn't even put that together. Mm. Yeah, I hadn't either. Wow, the, the 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 golden boy GM that everybody looks to as being the analytical mastermind, and he fucking trades away opening game fucking sweep. Good job. Yeah. I know. I I really dropped the ball on that one. Sorry, guys. Very passive collector, John. What do you think about your your team misinforms? Me? What do I think? Catch, catch. What do you? I I I toe the the front office line when I say that it's it's a mandatory aspect of what we're doing here. How do you feel about it? What's it make you feel as catch? I don't want to. It's sad. It's sad. You know, like I mean, we only needed one more hit to to sweep. Like opening week, we've been building up to this for a while. I think we all knew what the assignment was. Multiple pings. Doesn't take that long to fill out a form. We, um, we still have the mechanic in play where you could pay the league to fill for somebody in a week where they needed to, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, there's just no fucking excuse. Yeah. I'm pissed. I found out afterwards we had at least one, I don't know, maybe two that didn't. I, why? Why? At this point, why? Like, you, we, I, I think you guys had hurdles I, to say, like, are you opting into this team? And we did. And then to come out of week one with, oh, I'm confused. I didn't know what was going on. How? How did I not hear that until Thursday, right? Mike Nash uh, famously cast one guilt vote and hit, no, <laughs> hit, a, hit a fucking, who did he get? What did he get? The, he got uh, a, Millie May. Miley yeah, May. Yeah, Miley May for yeah. one guilt vote cast. So if anybody should believe in the power of a form and one bit of participation, it should have been Mike Nash, and then he sat out games one and two. Now, but he did want to play the pick'em. So, you know, he's just a gambler at heart. <laughs> he submitted the pick'em? Yeah. Oh, don't tell Luch that. Oh, God. Get the fuck out. Because <laughs> it pays off. He's seen that the little side bets work. Yeah. He's never participated in the season, actually, like, participating, doing, burning anything. So why would he think it works? Calling you out, Mike Nash. The big miss. I think. I think if you did, we've already seen with one insert bird, one guild insert bird, he got a series fucking six bird base card. Imagine how many of the series three base cards he would have hit. All he'd do is burn 10, 10 inserts, and he would have hit ten of them probably. Probably eleven. At least eight or nine. Yeah. Probably eleven. Right. <laughs> well, and fi final point I want to say about you know teams and participation and filling forms out you know it's one thing to make an individual decision and it costs you it's another when that decision costs the entire team right and so it's one thing to not give a shit about what happens for you individually and it's another to essentially disregard or you know not prioritize everyone else on the team or, or the front office and yeah whatnot so it's there really is no excuse 
to not do it, especially given that this has been teased for weeks. You know, we've had many pods about it, tons of LFGs, plenty of tags. We have know, multiple from, levels of opt-in. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and you know, we've got and 24, 24 hours, hours, the longest ever form drop for a season. 24 hours. And the money from the winnings goes back to funding the teams. So, like, to miss out on that, it, it's really oh, yeah. killing the team. And additionally, aside from the, you know, team component to it, too, it's especially now that we have double headers every week except for two of them. You know, hey, whatever your three-penny salary is, you know, that was 10% of the season. Which you, you wish just, they all received. All these people who missed their forms were paid. Right. right. By, by the owners. By the owners. So. Right. Outside um, of the team aspect, the individual aspect, those were monster cards. You know what those do for holder utility? Really so any of them, yeah. Yeah, holder utility for next season, those are already compounded. So you missed out on those. And you just like uh, <laughs> this weird thing, picking up Mike Nash here, you deserve it. Showed up for the fucking drop. <laughs> he he stayed in. in for 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> If you stay in for 24 hours, you get an extra 24 hours on your next form. <laughs> he showed up for the drop. He was like, you weren't even in it, man. So Damn wheel. I did love that we had, and as I know of, four, and I, w- I was too busy to really even be looking through all the time. We had four non-Grotto members show up to watch. How cool was that? That's what the bleachers are for. Love it. It's really cool. They can't even possibly hit. They're not a part of the project. They don't have anything. They've never filled the form, and yet they wanted to watch. I think it's really neat. Matt Bitcoins was in there for two hours, and he loved it. Awesome. He tweeted about it. And, and, and Cy from NFT Yearbook tweeted about it. Lorna Mills tweeted about it. It was very Pretty cool. cool. Yeah. So what, what do you got, Kitch? Hard stats. Um, two outstanding teams this week. Elephant Men did awesome. So over the two games, they were projected to hit like 45 and they hit 56, so swung out of their shoes. The second team that did that was the X's with basically uh, 10 extra hits over those two games that they weren't projected to hit. Miracle. Miracle, literally. Miracle on the blockchain, right? Is that what it was? Miracle on the blockchain. I mean, how fucking stunning was it to watch it unfold? Wasn't it just like watching an actual like upset in, in, in college basketball or, or you know, to like see – these upstarts and they just kept, and they kept fucking draining threes and they go over the top of every wheel. There's fucking X hitting. It was fucking great. Matches has got them whipped into shape, man. Look at that. Look oh, no, at that. They do. they do. It's it's a sea change over there. It, is. it really is. Matches already contending, certainly. Is that I mean, colonialism? What's that? Is that colonialism? <laughs> just... yes. That's the sea change. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but we have Crouton is just taking himself out of the running, can't even get a team on the field. Okay. Literally cannot like showed up and you were trying to get fucking Home Depot parking lot fucking help. And <laughs> you're like, anybody, can you please just fill in a form? Here, I'll uh-huh. give you $10 to fill in this form. Nah. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Other yeah. interesting yeah. thing to note. Those two teams are tied in first with another team called the Cardinali, five-time world champion, Asterix. Can't be stopped. stopped. they underperformed, but guess who underperformed worse than them? The participants who they were up against. So they snuck in. 
that's for the record here. Fuck you and three hits. I, pr- I appreciate that. He was. I, I, a little shout out to fuck you and for stepping into the participants and hitting on burner wheel and hitting on other wheels. And, and it's appreciated. And he's, you know what? He took it. He took his assignation to the participants very well. And it's, it was noted and look at him showing up and getting fucking three hits on opening day. I think we should give some credit to Ness graphics there. Yeah. <laughs> and Ewan did that with the bold strategy of having like all his stuff listed. Like it's amazing that they're, they're inspirational. Oh, having, having sold half of his stuff in the month before too. And still well, hitting up the older wheel. It just goes to show you. Ness told him to do it. So, I mean, between, yeah. but it's too, look, it's, it's actually really shrewd. He's I, just going to. I understand it that Ness is actually asking him to deliver all of his sales and those base cards uh, to help Ness out of a hole that he's gotten himself into. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, between Matthews and, and Ness, you know, it's a real battle at the top for GM of the year. But, I mean, Matthews with the early lead, but Ness is. I'm, not I'm gonna. gonna go out, I'm gonna go out on a on, on a limb here, and I'm gonna project Cardinale eighteen and up. I'm gonna go out on a limb, and I, if you want to put a bet on that action, I'll take it. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, how about this? If if I win, you buy me a Route Forty Four Diet Dr Pepper, extra Espartame. Okay. That's if I win. If you win, what what do you what do you want? Pigeon O one. Uh I mean something close to that, right? I, oh, I need one of those. You can ask it's gotta him. be an equal. It's gotta be an equal trade. So yeah, I mean I'll I'll go with like one of those tacos from the from the studio by the bridge. Okay. At and, sunset. And I'll 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 fly you out. To have okay. okay there we go a taco versus a route 44 okay um the trip's on me trip what threes didn't indicate is that there's going to be a hole in the bottom of the route 44 cup and it's going to play out <laughs> the popcorn scenes in any famous adult movie <laughs> no wonder it had to be a route 44 then oh yeah no it, it barely knows that's a that good DP. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a good okay. week one. All in all, two games, had a blast. I, I couldn't be happier about how that all turned out. Even what though it was a monumental one. thing this week, though. Yeah. What's, what's that? Rutan? Some really exciting news at FX Hash. Is that what you were going with there, Luch? No, our fucking cats, man. Well, yeah. The first that, time I've updated thought, my profile picture on Twitter. I tried to, I tried to mint the cats on FX Hash. I couldn't yeah. figure. Well, that, when you asked, you know, where people might want them minted, Ether or Tez, I indicated that I wanted mine on FX Hash. <laughs> and then, yeah, Luch, Luch indicated that you know they're going to be offering a merge here over to ETH, and I thought that was the exciting news. Oh, you're right. You were talking about our cats being painted. Uh, singular highlight of my you know, adult life here. Yes, absolutely. Uh, what a memorable week here. I have a new lock screen on my phone. It's replaced the actual picture of Crouton uh, for the first time in about seven or eight years. So big, big moves over here. I uh, I had so much fun painting them, truly. Um, I, I was I shocked. 
I told I told Luch this on the phone, uh, but I loved that you two immediately knew which photo I had used as a reference and posted them within seconds of it being minted. And the only reason that that Muse and, and Blue didn't is because I took that photo, so they'd never seen that photo, but they immediately knew what was up, and, and it was it was very cool. But um, well, you know, Therese, you said you thought you knew, you thought that I had figured out why it was that you were asking for that. And to be honest, I'll tell you what I thought it was. It was that you know the studio visit where I I tried to force your hand into painting my cat by painting that you know. Uh, <laughs> That black monstrosity. Uh, <laughs> so you you thought that okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. I yeah. thought that eventually you were going to get to that, and you were just asking for it. And, I, and that was the I really wanted crouton painted by you, and I was trying to force your hand, and that's why I flew to New York and painted her on the card uh, horribly. And I figured you'd polish it up for me. So I figured oh. that you were asking for a source photo, so you could make sense of that turd that I'd painted in New York. I'm glad. I, I will say this by you. So I had to ask Crouton for a picture of Crouton is what he's referencing here, right? And I, I sort of did it like, hey, you can picture you can't just like try to be all cool and casual. But I was certain that he was going to know why I was asking for it. Okay. I thought it was for the studio visit thing. But then I, I like, and he kept saying it was great. It, it, it was great because he sent me about 15 pictures and going and going and going. And here's one of this. And this is what he does here. She does here. And, and I was like, okay, great. Now, you're going to regret it. Daddy. Oh, very much. Very yeah. much. But, but I was, also, you know. For yeah, me, the, I, highlight, the highlight of opening week, okay, is that I think that we, we all can sit here and be certain that the myth of Crouton has been cast against the rocks. We no longer, like, Crouton had, 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 we all believed that Crouton was sort of sentient and understood this, this project better than anybody and knew in and out everything that was going to happen and could plan for it and everything. But the fact that Crouton didn't know that I was painting Crouton, the fact that Crouton had no idea, he was stunned. How stunned were you when I announced the, the, the card, uh, you know, game one card? Monsters Series 3, 010. I was very surprised. I really was. I didn't anticipate that at all. I mean, I knew that we would have additional monsters one day. Absolutely. That part was not at all. Uh, and I know we'd have additional cards for every single team. But no, I didn't anticipate that Series 10 would be us taking the next step. Cleanup series. Earlier in the day we were on the phone and yeah. you would I don't think people realize a new team is coming out in hour. He's like, we're 93 minutes away from a new team. And I was like, I fucking gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. I, I couldn't believe that nobody knew this. I, I fucking telegraphed it for five months. My last go back now and listen to episodes, you know, 50, 49, 48, 47, 46. And I was fucking telling you guys the whole time, basically. But I was so certain, I, I felt that I needed to um, because I knew that, that people would be excited about a new team and, and that's a part of, it's like tradition that the new team comes out. And I, I needed to really explain why we were doing this before we did it. But I, I, was, I expected a lot of people to be like, oh yeah, I had a feeling. Oh, I could tell, yeah, it makes sense. No, you were, and then that I got Crouton was like, yeah. You're, you're no that crouton being painted and you couldn't deliver a, you couldn't feel the team 
the big tough GM and he couldn't get anybody to show up to play for his team. I don't know, man. <laughs> Goes to show one hit wonders. Uh, <laughs> so we didn't get to talk about the art at all. So Frank Howard, like Bigfoot, right? Yeah. Well, like, I mean, yeah, he's, he's Sasquatch, but he's known by many names. But he's basically. been in the background of cards before, right? Fourth appearance. Yeah. Yeah. Fourth appearance. And what this also, um, it reminded me that these are going to be new traits on Gen 3 threesies. Thank you, kids. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Everything, er, everything that we've done since June 3rd, okay, every mint since June 3rd of last year will go into Gen 3 threesies. Along with the, the originals, right? But they're they're added. They could not have been in uh, Gen twos, right? Yeah. And then we have Denise Eckersley, which is Medusa, a Gorgon, a Gorgon, and 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 specifically from Clash of the Titans, the original, yeah. right? And I appreciated Kitsch uh, with the the Harryhausen uh, pickup, right? Yeah, you're talking to me. The other kitsch. Oh, the other kitsch. Uh, I'm sorry, Tex. <laughs> um, no, yeah. It, I so I got I Tex Tex is the one who doubled up. Um <laughs> a couple years ago, like five years ago, man, there was a traveling Harryhausen exhibit and stuff. Like like I just I, I adore the old stop motion animation, right? And he was obviously a master. So yeah, as soon as I saw it, it's just you can see those eyes and that framing. Like it was it was dead on. So like it's awesome. I I I told you on the side how much like just especially the monsters artwork. And I just um I, I think it's funny you could call it Harry and the Harry Housens for drop one and two. Look at that. I love that. Yeah, and I did tell you on the phone, and I'll say this, although you're like, no, that's very hairy, uh, and, and, and the Hendersons. I, I might actually show you guys, like, one of the early uh, iterations of it. I first started painting uh, uh, Frank Howard as Harry and the Hendersons. Like, like, that's what I was going to do. And then I was like, no, I don't want it to be... I don't want it to be straight up Harry and the Hendersons. Like I, I remember watching Harry and the Hendersons in the theater when it came out and going, Jesus, this is shitty. Okay. I was 11. Right. They're like, Oh God, this fucking movie sucks. John Lithgow can't save this shit. Okay. Um, so I, then I was like, well, I don't want to do that. So then I started like going deeper into like seventies Bigfoot like scare movies and shit. And and then there's like a a found footage type one. I think it's called um, Legend of Boggy Creek. There's that that one I didn't I didn't watch, but there's one called uh, It Lives. Oh. Okay. And and so and and so I wanted to go like a little harder, but but Luch is like, nah, it's still hairy. But it, but I'm telling you, it would have been it was fucking hairy. I'll show you the fucking under you know the original paintings. There's there's a little in the like since you did kind of tone it off a little you could see a little, I feel like, of the uh, six million dollar man one in it. Not, you know, just a little in the framing. I'm, I've never seen it lives and stuff, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be the first response for anybody familiar with it. But I, you know, I can see a little, the little difference in the details. But could be Harry's cousin. <laughs> my, my favorite element of it is how I made his his arms bigger and longer. 
and so I sort of pulled his shoulders back and gave him a little extra shoulder and a little extra length to the, but I, I love like his hands and how tiny the bat is. Yeah. That's my favorite part of that. Just, yeah. So, um, I am glad that Tex put that gif on there because I don't have the context, but it shows that your lighting matched exactly what was happening in that scene where it focuses in on the eyes. Yeah. Well, and that's, and you know, if you remember, that's coming from the stadium. Uh, no, no, no. It's coming from when Harry Hamlin, who, by the way, I saw in Santa Fe, uh, not this last trip, but the trip before, I fucking drove by Harry Hamlin walking his dogs, uh, which was kind of a big clash of type moment for me. Also, he's in Mad Men, so it was like a double up. But it's when he flashes his shield to get a reflection, and that's what... Oh, you're talking the Medusa one. I thought we were still in Bigfoot. Sorry. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh, he's talking the Medusa one. And so that's where... The, it's the flash of light just as seconds before, you know, the instant before she turns into stone. Right. Great work, man. I can't wait to see what next week has in store for us. Brand new matchups, new art. So let's, let's, let's uh, just put this out there since I'm here. Jolby and I right now are talking. Jolby is, um, he's, he's on a European tour. Okay. And so uh, we're right now coordinating um the like drop of the of the eth pieces okay and so the way that'll work is you'll get when i tell you you will you'll claim them okay you'll claim them to the wallet that's on, on the on the sheet now um the test stuff will will mint square away and, and drop just as normal okay but we're probably looking at tomorrow saturday you know this comes out on saturday but today uh, for for that being available you can do it at your leisure okay um good this is fun i missed you guys i like i like being on occasion yeah uh, i think throughout the season we're probably gonna lean on you a little bit more to probably hop in just because you're you're you i am me i am me thank you for noticing that a lot of people think i'm somebody else like tex or kitsch my mind alone today like this is the second biggest surprise of the week <laughs> you are you. i i anybody out there that wants to run my fucking uh heavy metals let me know. There's no way I could do that shit. I, I still have four on the sideline I haven't been able to start on because the other ones are so needy and shitting everywhere. So it literally is Tamaguchi meets like roller coaster tycoon, right? Yeah. Well, you're it's yeah, it's Tamagotchi tower defense, but the tower defense element's not there yet. And they're kind of luring people into it with like, hey, this is the fastest way to build it. And then all of a sudden they're not gonna have defense left. Yeah. It's obviously very close to the project, right? But yeah, it's 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 an eighteen week multi phase building your tower. Is it seriously eighteen weeks? Yeah, I think there's six phases, three weeks long each. So it it genuinely they fucking stole that from me too. God damn, oh, yeah. get out of my fucking back pocket here! Always, every fucking time. <laughs> oh, Orlando's are mutants. We get it. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, cool. Uh, thank you for everything. Thank you guys. And, um, and, uh, thank you for putting up with, with sort of the, the slight delays over last week into this week that, that had me a little behind schedule, but I think we're good. Right. I think it's, it's fun. Yeah. So I've got some stuff to deliver people. Um, and, uh, I haven't run the, the wall, the, the audits on who paid and didn't pay yet. Uh, but I think we are a little short. 
I think some people have not paid and um, probably just going to not let them have those pieces. Those are going to the vault. Yeah, I don't need to run the That's audit. Then. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so we're clear. So we're clear uh, that like the team's got the hits. So it's just those idiots don't get to keep their cards. Yeah. Whew. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Imagine. I don't need to. I don't need to run the audit to know that you're short on payments. I know the grata. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I bet you probably got paid, but it was like probably to rumble.tez or something. Oh, like. no. I Believe me, I was stunned. <laughs> I was stunned that I didn't get any three penny payments to 333.test. There's one in there, but it's actually, it's um, somebody who's overpaid their salary. Uh, and so they, they, they got that back. So um, well, there it was is one the holiday weekend for the 4th of July. So enjoy yourselves in threes. I would imagine take your time. No one's going to be banging down your door to get this stuff when they're off barbecue. When is the 4th of July? Is it Tuesday? Tuesday. Yeah. Okay, good. And yeah. and like you said before, if it's something you need, even if you haven't gotten it, you act as if you've got it, right? Like, right. Yeah, exactly. exactly. If it were to come up, it would be taken care of. Like, it's not a problem. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. That's how we, we've done it. And um, yeah, exactly. If there's something that, that you're sort of waiting on and you needed to use it right now, you just let me know. We're good. Yeah, if you want to burn your three hits from Monday. <laughs> I think it's safe to say there's not going to be any more tens or elevens in this drop, so you don't need those for holder utility yet. Yeah, everything's nope. worthless. Sell it all to me. Yeah, you get rid of your tens and elevens now. That's junk. That's a classic grotto move. Guess I won't need these anymore. Fucking somebody was trying to get. I guess I got to follow back up on that DM. Was wanting to try to make a trade for some participant stuff, and they're like, "Oh, I want to hold on to that 001 for the first week," and I'm like, "Boy, you have not paid attention." Yeah, no. Um, interesting, interesting way to approach it now that you understand the season, right? I mean, are we going to have people dumping their 004s because there's no? Probably should. Pretty much useless now. <laughs> we are not always the smartest people. <laughs> All right, guys, this is a record long. We're almost at two hours. Yeah, this is a marathon, but I think on one though, you know. Yeah. So thanks. And everybody listens at fucking four times speed anyway. Yeah. And yeah. I sound like a fucking crazy person at 2x speed. So slow it down if you can. My God. Now you sound like Batro. <laughs> <laughs> he has two modes still asleep and very fast. People have to slow his episode down. <laughs> 0.75. Love you, Rat. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for everything. I'll see you on when, well, Monday uh, and then Wednesday for the game. Appreciate it. All right. Bye, everyone.